joined by my co-host Winston the Cat. Every other week, Winston and I will bring you a new story about a murder, disappearance, or serial killer with a special focus on cases from our hometown, the Pacific Northwest. Just a reminder, this podcast contains content of a graphic nature that might not be suitable for all listeners, including descriptions of violence, sexual assault, and crimes against animals and children. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to today's surprise mini-episode. Today's story is short, but incredibly heartbreaking. I'm taking you back to Washington, to the small town of Euphreda, with a population of about 6,000 people at the time of our story. On February 15th, 2003, 13-year-old Craig Sorger was invited to play in the park by Evan Savoy and Jake Eakin. Jake and Evan were both 12 years old at the time. Jake, Evan, and Craig had only played together a few times, but Craig's mother let him go as long as he was back before dark. 13-year-old Craig was autistic and extremely afraid of the dark. His mother, Lisa, knew he would be back around dusk. When the boys arrived at the park, they roamed around for a bit and then played near a canal. Evan asked Craig to feel the ground to see if it was wet, It had been raining earlier that day. Evan told Craig to touch the ground for 10 seconds. When Craig got on his knees to feel the ground, Evan dropped a large rock on the back of Craig's neck, knocking him to the ground. Evan then repeatedly stabbed and beat Craig before Jake beat him in the head and legs with a tree branch more than 20 times. The boys then left Craig to die alone in the park and went home. Craig's mother, Lisa, became extremely worried when Craig didn't come home. She knew he wouldn't be outside in the dark, so she went to Evan's house to look for him. When she got to Evan's house, she found Jake and Evan, but no Craig. The boys claimed they played tag in the park until 4.30, and then the three boys parted ways, with Craig headed in the direction of his house. Lisa called the police and went to search the park with Evan and his parents. A police officer eventually found Craig's dead body in a pile of leaves near a trail in the park. As the two people to last see Craig alive, Jake and Evan were immediately questioned. They first told the police the same story that they told Craig's mom, that they played in the park until 4.30 and then everyone went home. But they later changed their story, claiming they saw Craig fall out of a tree. When the autopsy was performed, the medical examiner noted five stab wounds in Craig's chest and torso, as well as at least 34 stab wounds in Craig's head and neck. Obviously, these stab wounds were entirely inconsistent with the boys' story that Craig fell out of a tree. Both Jake and Evan were charged with first-degree murder, but maintained their innocence. They were held on $1 million bail. The prosecutor sought to try the boys as adults, and they were some of the youngest defendants in Washington state history to be tried as adults. Evan and Jake tried to appeal the decision, but the Washington Supreme Court declined to hear the issue, so the state was allowed to proceed in trying them as adults. Jake eventually confessed as part of a plea bargain, and he testified against Evan for over two hours at Evan's trial. Jake claimed he tried to stop Evan, but then also admitted to hitting Craig more than 20 times with a stick. 
Jake pled guilty to second-degree murder by complicity and was sentenced to 14 years in prison. On April 29, 2005, Evan was convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to the maximum of 26 years in prison. In 2011, Evan's conviction was overturned on appeal due to the trial judge not allowing some parts of the trial to be viewed by the public and the trial judge appointing a lawyer for the victim's family who intervened in the trial. Evan eventually pled guilty to the lesser charge of second-degree murder, and in March 2014, he was sentenced to 20 years in prison. In June 2016, Jake escaped from his work release while serving the final months of his sentence. U.S. Marshals captured him in South Dakota, and his sentence was extended, but he was eventually released and is now living as a pro-life activist in eastern Washington. Evan was incarcerated at Airway Heights Correction Center and was released just this past June 2020. The boys never provided a motive or explanation for their heinous actions. Prior to their trial and guilty pleas, they were examined by mental health professionals who determined the boys were not psychopaths. They had no major behavioral or emotional issues and experts felt that this was likely a rare case of unexplainable violent behavior. And that is the tragic murder of Craig Sorger. As always, I'd love to hear what you think. What do you think prompted these seemingly normal kids to turn and murder an innocent young boy? Do you think Jake and Evan served enough time in prison for their crimes? Do you think there's a chance they'll reoffend? Let me know in the comments on the social media posts for this episode or email truecrimecatlawyer at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to today's mini episode. Please subscribe and leave a review if you like the show. You can email case suggestions or comments to truecrimecatlawyer at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter at truecrimecatlaw and on Instagram at truecrimecatlawyer. If you're interested in learning more about my co-host, you can check out her Instagram at winstonthecatpdx. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for our next episode.